Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on identifying your big idea. To drop these value bombs, I have brought Hal Elrod on the mic. He is an American author, keynote speaker, and success coach. He is the author of the best-selling book, The Miracle Morning, The Miracle Equation, and the founder of the Miracle Morning book series. And he's the host of the Achieve Your Goal podcast. Fire Nation, today we'll be talking about the significance of identifying your big idea, the advice Hal has for someone who's searching for their big idea right now, and a couple amazing quotes from Hal you are not going to want to miss as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. Would you be fired up with an e-commerce business generating 10K per month? Well, today's sponsor, Quantify, wants to help you get there. Quantify provides end-to-end e-commerce training and support, and if you're accepted into their partner program, your success and revenue is guaranteed. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y.com. Hal Elrod, my brother from another mother, my man. If I can only get you down to Puerto Rico, my life will be complete, but... I want to break it down for you, my man, because you went from being a high earner Costco sales rep to opening your own coaching practice to $50,000 in credit card debts back in 2007 when the crash happened. Then you heard these words from Jim Rohn that I'm about to read, and it changed everything. These words were, your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. Hal Elrod, talk to us about that aha moment and how that led you to identifying your big idea. Yeah, I love your energy, brother. I uh, So yeah, I, w- I was at the lowest point in my life in 2007, 2008, when the economy crashed. I lost over half of my clients. That was my only source of income, coaching clients. I was coaching entrepreneurs and business owners. Lost over half my clients, over half my income. House was foreclosed on by the bank. As you mentioned, I accumulated $50,000 plus in personal credit card debt in six months. And uh, a buddy of mine, John Berghoff, personal friend of both of ours, uh, encouraged me to go for a run and listen to this Jim Rohn audio. And that's the quote that I heard. And I stopped running, I replayed it, and I quantified it in my mind. I went, okay, if our level of success will seldom exceed our level of personal development, I need to assess two things. What level of success do I want and where is my level of personal development in relation to that? And I think if we are all honest with ourselves, on a scale of one to 10, if we're measuring our success that we desire in every area of our life, everybody wants level 10. Right. Nobody's like, I don't want too much money. I want to be like a level seven. You know, I don't I don't want to be too happy. I'll take like a six. Right. No, there's one thing that human beings share is this innate desire and drive to create everything we possibly can that life has to offer. And so we all want level 10 success. And then I went, okay, what's my level of personal development? And the way that I interpreted that was like my knowledge my confidence, my mindset, my habits, my discipline, the beliefs I have, all of these, like, who am I as a person? And on a scale of one to 10, I was like a three or a four, Mm. you know? And I believe that's the disconnect for like 90% of our society is we all want level 10 success, but are we becoming a level 10 person each day? And that was the epiphany. I went, I've got to go home and I've got to figure out what would be the ultimate personal development ritual that would accelerate my ability to become a level 10 person 
so that I would be capable of creating and sustaining the level 10 success that I want in my life. And I went home and I just started Googling, like no fancy research, just, hey, what do successful people do for personal growth and development? What do millionaires do? What are the best practices on and on? And I came up with a list of six practices and I went, well, which one of these is the best? And there was no clear answer. No matter which article I read, one person said it was meditation, one said it was visualization, one said it was their journaling practice. And the real epiphany is I went, what if I did all of these? What if I woke up tomorrow morning and I did the six most timeless, proven personal development practices in the history of humanity in one ritual? And you think about it, I think, you know, they call this habit stacking, I guess, right? In today's, you know, today's fancy lingo. But <laughs> I think that for most of us, it would be overwhelming to think, okay, I really should start meditating, but gosh, that's, uh, you know, that's a big undertaking. I don't know how to meditate. Man, I should start exercising more, but gosh, when am I going to find the time? You know, I, journaling. Guy, yeah, you know, I, I hear from Jim Rohn and these people like journaling is such a great practice for clarity. You know what? Um, affirmations. I, I, I should start doing affirmations that are effective. I should start reading more. I really need to read more. But like, it's overwhelming, all these things that we got to do. And I went, what if I just did 10 minutes of each, one hour in the morning? And I woke up the next morning, even though I wasn't a morning person, and I sucked at most of these. Like, I didn't know how to meditate. <laughs> Affirmations felt really goofy to me, like pumping myself up. They never knew how to visualize before. You know, yes, I know how to read. Yes, I know how to exercise. But for the most part, it was a mediocre morning. Like, I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't good at this stuff. It was really out of my comfort zone and out of my skill set. But even one hour of poorly done practices, these six practices, I felt incredible and inspired. And I realized if I do this every day, it's only a matter of time before I become the person, that level 10 person that I need to be to create what I want for my life. And I was thinking it would be six to 12 months, the compound effect kind of gradual, and it happened faster than I ever imagined. It was less than two months that I more than doubled my income. I started training for a 52 mile ultra marathon and my depression was gone in a couple days because I was so hopeful and optimistic. And I went to my wife and I said, sweetheart, I just signed on two more clients today. We officially are earning more than double the income we were six months or two months ago. And this is the most money we've ever earned. I go, this is amazing. It feels like a miracle. It's this little morning routine I'm doing. It's changed everything. And she goes, it's your miracle morning. <laughs> and I go, yeah, I like the way that sounds, miracle morning. So I wrote it down. Here's the point, because I know we're going to get into like, you know, how do you find your big idea? This wasn't a plan for a book. It wasn't a plan for a movement. This is where most people's big ideas are born. And it's from our own personal experience. What's the tragedy, the, tra the, the, uh, the, the, the trauma? What do we overcome? How do we overcome it? And how can we turn that into something we can share with other people? So that for me was how the Miracle Morning was born. And when I started sharing it with people, I just paid attention. You've got to pay attention to what I call microcosm evidence, which is where you go, wait a minute. I have shared this thing with three other people and it, it, it changed three, their three lives. Like, if this could work for them and work for me, it could work for anyone. And that's where I thought, I've got to write a book and, you know, three years later, publish The Miracle Morning and never imagined it would become what it has and reach millions of people. But, you know, the rest is kind of history, uh, as they say. But it was all born from me at my lowest point, figuring out how do I overcome this challenge and then making a commitment that I would help as many people as I could to do the same. You had your epiphany, which I love. 
I love how you talked about that microcosm of evidence that was fantastic. Talk to us though about the significance of finding your big idea because this book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, it's all about revealing the 17-step roadmap. And brother, you are step number one. You are the person that I thought of when I said, who in this world best exemplifies coming up with a big idea and crushing it? You've sold millions and millions of copies of your book. It's been translated the last time we talked in 37 languages. Maybe it's more by now. It's fantastic. Uh, so much has been born from this. Conferences, movies, the Miracle Morning movie recently came out, which by the way, I was honored to be featured. You in. might be in. Yeah. <laughs> I am, I'm in it. I'm in it. It's a good feature. I love it. And it's just like fantastic. Like what you've been able to do with just this one big idea, which it was a big idea, but What's the significance? Talk to us about the significance of having a big idea and how Fire Nation can really learn from what you've done. I think what's interesting is you often don't recognize the significance early on, right? Until you, you know, have a, a, a you know, thousands of people telling you, wow, this is amazing. Then you go, oh, I, I guess it is. When I wrote The Miracle Morning, here's the thing. I think the significance has to be very personal, meaning for me, the reason I wrote the Miracle Morning book wasn't to sell a lot of books. I, I never, I didn't have an audience. I wasn't known, I didn't have a podcast. I wasn't, nobody knew who I was. I wasn't a blogger, I had nothing, right? I was a, I was a coach, I coached a few people, you know, a dozen people. So I didn't have an audience. For me, the significance was this changed my life and therefore I feel, I choose to decide that I have a responsibility to share this with other people. That to me is where the significance comes from. It's not about quantity as much as it is about quality. It's about this thing made a difference for me. Therefore, it was so significant in my life that I am going to take it upon myself as a, as a member of this human family that we're all a part of to do everything in my power to pay it forward and help as many people as I can to experience the same impact, the same significant transformation in their own life. And I, you know, in some ways I, I would say, I, I would feel that it would be selfish to have something that changed our life and go, eh, I'm just gonna keep it to myself. <laughs> and I think that it's, it's, for me, it's a paradigm shift of going, you know, we're not all separate, we're all one. And I really do view us as a family. We're all a human family. I, to me, it doesn't matter where you live or what your nationality is or what your race is or what you know perceived differences you think that we all have. We all feel sad sometimes and scared. We all wanna be happy. We wanna be healthy. We want security and safety and freedom. As human beings, we have, you know, we have 99% of all things in common and maybe 1% differences. And yet I think too often we hinge on our differences. And for me, I love every person on the planet because I love my family. And so I don't have to know you to know that you're a human being. You just want essentially what I want. And if I can help you to get it, then I feel like just like I would my own family that I live with, my wife, my kids, right? And of course, I'm gonna do a little more for them than I probably would for you to be, to be <laughs> totally fair, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, uh, that to me is where the significance comes from is it's a personally, what has been so significant in your life that you really would be doing disservice to humanity if you didn't actively get over your fears and insecurities to share it and help as many people as you can.
Byron Nation, if you're not drinking in Hal's energy, his love, just the commitment he has to humankind, then uh, you got to check your pulse right here because there's some really great stuff going on. And Hal's going to be giving us specific advice to finding and identifying your big idea when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Life is fragile, and that's why every single day I wake up grateful for my health, family, and the roof over my head, and my business, and a lot of other things. I know I'm not the only one, which is why it makes sense that people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, then choose Ladder. Ladder makes it impressively fast and easy to get covered. All you need is a few minutes and a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder's smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you are approved. Plus, there are no hidden fees, and you can cancel anytime. And since life insurance costs more as you age, now's the time to cross it off your list. So check out Ladder today to see if you're instantly approved. Visit ladderlife.com slash fire. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash fire. Ladderlife.com slash fire. E-commerce is on fire and it isn't slowing down anytime soon. And I'm willing to bet you've at least considered e-commerce at one point on your entrepreneurial journey, but there's a lot that goes into it. The market research, dropship products and supplier sourcing, website design and development, marketing automation, advertising campaign development, the list goes on. Enter Quantify. With Quantify's partner program, you benefit from their years of experience and success. Quantify takes away the guesswork and your success is guaranteed. If you're accepted into their partner program, Quantify guarantees 10K a month in revenue at minimum. With Quantify, your success equals their success, so they work tirelessly to meet and exceed your expectations. How do they do this? Quantify provides comprehensive training and support, a dedicated full-time partner success manager, proven, profitable, and guaranteed results, and so much more. If you're ready to to rock a real business that guarantees success and revenue, apply to become a Quantify partner today. The Quantify partner program is not for everyone. To see if you qualify, visit quantify.com and click the apply button. If you qualify, Quantify will reach out with next steps. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y.com. So how we're back and man, I want you to take a second give some specific advice for Fire Nation out there who's searching for their big idea. Where should they start? What should they do? What should they look for? Anything you want to share in this area, take it away. Yeah, I think, in fact, I just wrote something down. I'm going to see if I have this note. Uh, around trauma, we've all had trauma. And trauma could be that you were abused as a child or bullied as a kid. Trauma could be that you, you know, you went broke. Trauma could be you went through a divorce. Trauma could be that you were overweight, right? Trauma is is just, it's really another word for adversity. So any experience or adversity that you've gone through, anyone who's gone through trauma in their life can turn that into something meaningful, right? So don't bottle up those painful feelings and memories, use them to make a difference in your life and in other people's lives. And this is something that I actually, I, I read this in a book I'm reading right now, uh, called Time, Money, Freedom by Ray Higdon. He said, you can help others because you know what they have been through and the empathy and understanding you can bring is something those who have not gone through what you have could ever provide. So that to me is where your big idea is, is you look at what, have, what trauma, what challenges have you experienced and overcome in your life and know that there are countless other people that are going through those same challenges, those same traumas, and they don't know what you know. You might only know a little bit more than they do, 
but it's more than they do. And it's what they need to know that can help them. Now, on the other side, you might go, yeah, I've had an easy life. Like, I haven't had a lot of trauma. I've kind of just been, you know, life's gone really well for me and I've been successful. Awesome. Well, you've also have, you have knowledge and you have experience from your successes that, again, other people want to go where you've gone. So if I go back before the Miracle Morning, um, so my career was I was in direct sales for, you said I was a Costco salesman, but it was Cutco. You, I'm at Cutco. I mean, what's Costco? What am uh, I talking about? Like, yeah, I sold Costco franchises. <laughs> no. um, but I would have made a lot more money selling Costco's. Hell yeah. But, uh, but I sold Cutco, right? I was in direct sales. And when I hit, I hit Hall of Fame with Cutco when I was about 20, 26 years old, I think, 25, 26. And I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to move beyond Cutco. I had hit Hall of Fame, so I'm kind of like, all right, I, I, I did my thing here, you know, like I've, I've extracted all the value and the lessons and like, I want to go, I want to do something else. And uh, my dreams would be a speaker and a, an author. I want to be an author and a speaker, but I didn't feel like that was the fastest way to replace my income. You know, writing a book, usually it's not going to make a lot of money, right? Um, you know, being a speaker when you've never spoken before, it's not, you don't just go from zero to, you know, $10,000 keynotes, Riff. right? So I asked myself, what's the lowest hanging fruit? And so this is this is the opposite of the trauma piece, right? You either have gone through something that you can help other people get through, or you've achieved something that others want to achieve. So when I asked myself, what would be the fastest way to replace my income and in sales? What am I qualified to do? Um, it was kind of slim pickings because I'm like, all I've done is I went from college to Cutco, you know, like right? I, I haven't done much else. And, uh, and so I went, well, wait a minute, I've sold a lot of Cutco. I've had a lot of success. There are what 50,000 sales reps in Cutco. I believe at the time each year, right? 50,000 sales reps that would love to learn what I know from my experience to accelerate their path to success. So I had this wild idea. I go, what if I started just coaching Cutco reps? And I reached out to people in my circle of influence. I said, hey, you know any Cutco reps? You or somebody you know that might want coaching? And, and I, just, I said, hey, I'm gonna do it for $200 a month for the first six months as kind of my test subjects. And I said, and then if you stick with me, it'll go to 500 a month. And within two months, I replaced my income at Cutco. And so that's just an example of going, you know, if you don't have that trauma, if you don't feel like you've overcome challenges, which, I don't once like like John like you said check your pulse. I don't I don't know I don't know what human being hasn't had to overcome some challenges, um, but you can really draw your big idea from either the things you've overcome or experience that you've gotten through that others want help with, or you can look at what you've done, what you've succeeded, and then you can go down that road and go. Others would want to accomplish this, right? Um, you know, our buddy Pat Flynn's a great example of what, what was his, his first business was teaching people how to pass the, like the architecture exam. Am I, yeah, am I butchering that or is that right? the lead exam, which was architecture. Yep. Yeah. 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 Right. Like what a random thing. <laughs> so right? random. What a random, who would ever thought, but that created financial freedom for him that allowed him to do everything else that he wanted. You know, his big idea came from what did I do? Well, that other people want to do that. I'm a mm. step ahead and that, right. It's just, it's, I mean, 
that tiny little, you're just a little bit further ahead and people will pay you to teach them how to get where you are. And by the way, 50 years ago, this philosophy doesn't work nearly as well because, you know, let's be honest, you only had access to people like in your town, in your region, yeah. and it yeah. might not have been enough people, but we live in a completely different world where how could reach 50,000, you know, Cutco individuals who needed his coaching? You know, I can reach people in 145 countries around the world with this podcast. So whatever trauma you have, whatever big idea you have, whatever thing you have, guess what? There are other people that need to hear your voice, your message, your mission to share it. And it doesn't need to be 500 million people. It can literally be five people that you're coaching at a decent rate, 12 people that Hal is able to replace his Cutco income with. You can really make it work, Fire Nation, because you have the world as your potential client base. Now, one thing that I did for this, Hal, is I went through your contribution in the book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, chapter one, step one, and I pulled my favorite quotes from your amazing contribution to the book. So let me read that quote to you. All right. Your big idea may already be part of your life and you don't even know it yet. It could be one habit or activity you've successfully applied to your life with your own personal spin. I didn't create these principles. They are all timeless and have been practiced for centuries. I simply combined these practices into a system that worked for me. When I realized that this system also worked for others, I knew I had to share it with the world. So Hal, bring this home for us, brother. What do you want to leave Fire Nation with in addition to those amazing words? I want to give one tip and then we'll, 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 we'll leave it inspiring. I want to give one thing to consider. When you, whether you pull from a challenge or trauma you've overcome or a success you've achieved, whether you, your big idea, wherever it's drawn from, test it, right? Test it. So meaning reach out to your circle of influence, share what your idea is, share the solution, the problem you're helping people solve, and gauge the interest. And then start, you know, whether it's a survey or you just text a bunch of friends or colleagues, get feedback. Because that for me, I think, is where the idea I went from, oh, it's not just me that this works for. Hmm. This works for these 12 other people. Then I started sharing it on, and oh, it, it also, wow, I shared it with 50 people and 40 of them were like, I'm gonna do this, this is this is great. So you've gotta test the idea before you go all in and you know, don't write the book, You know, spend a year or two or three writing a book until you've gotten feedback in the real world and you've given people an opportunity. Social media is a great opportunity. Go on social media, post it, right? Do put your idea out there and get that mic microcosm evidence that I talked about earlier. And to bring this home, just know that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of creating and experiencing everything you want for your life as any other person. So when you read John's book, when you see other people who are succeeding at a level that might be so far or even a little bit outside the realm of what you know is possible for you based on your experience, maybe you look at them and you go, man, I've never done that. I don't quite have what they have. I don't have their experience or their youth or their wisdom or whatever. Human nature is we tend to create separation between us and those we admire, those we aspire to be like. And I just want to remind you that we're all part of the human family. Nobody was born successful. We were all born as babies that knew nothing, that couldn't walk. And 
everyone that you aspire to be like or that you admire or that you want to follow in their footsteps, look at their success, breathe it in and go, that's what's possible for me, if not things even greater and take your first step. Mic drop value bombs, Fire Nation. You can see why Hal Elrod is the first step in the common path to uncommon success. You can see his inspiration, his motivation. You can see why I brought him on to talk about identifying your big idea. And if you're listening to this before March 23rd, you have an amazing opportunity. Pre-orders for this book are available right now, and we have five amazing pre-order bonuses that disappear the day the book goes live. In fact, these bonuses will be pulling as the days get closer to launch. So if you want all five, you need to take action now. Head over to UncommonSuccessBook.com. One of the five bonuses, I'm shipping all three of my journals, the Freedom Mastery and Podcast Journal, to your door, $150 worth of journal value for a $17 Kindle pre-order or a $28 hardcover. This is a no-brainer because I'm making it a no-brainer, Fire Nation. This book has so many amazing messages like Hal's and Pat Flynn, Amy Porterfield, Jeff Walker, Russell Brunson. Uh, the list goes on. I mean, I'm not going to say her name everybody, but every single person that contributes to this book is amazing. Every single chapter is a value bomb. Visit UncommonSuccessBook.com. Get your pre-order. Get one for a friend. Get one for your family. Make this happen in your world. Hal Elrod, thank you for sharing your knowledge, your value, your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Would you be fired up with an e-commerce business generating 10K per month? Well, today's sponsor, Quantify, wants to help you get there. Quantify provides end-to-end e-commerce training and support, and if you're accepted into their partner program, your success and revenue is guaranteed. Apply today at quantify.com. That's Q-W-A-N-T-I-F-Y dot com.